You ever been walking through the Navy Exchange and wonder why all the Naval Pride and Heritage gear is horrifically ugly and you wouldn't actually wear it? Have you ever wanted some really cool gear and you just don't know where to go? Well, I got you, fam. Go to dgutsapparel.com immediately. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, we're working on new designs all the time, open to ideas. We're trying to create a brand that uh, lets you display that pride, but doesn't make you cringe. Uh, also, if you're willing to and you're able to, please go to patreon.com slash podcast, pick one of the five tiers and become a patron today. What's up, everybody? Let's spin some yarn. Um, today, I'm responding to a listener message. Um, I got a DM in response to um, the probably i mean it might be just the social media stuff but also like the episode that i just put out with uh, ariana and desiree about their chief season experience and, and it's focused on uh the stuff i got fired up about right so the um the idea of a chief not being accepted during the chief season um i'm not gonna belabor the point of it's complete bullshit and should uh, should never happen uh, I think I've, I've already beat that horse to death. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'll come up again, but that's not what this episode's about exactly because I feel like I, I've, I've covered that to the, up to this point enough that if you're a regular listener, you already kind of know where I stand with that. It's, it's bullshit. It should never happen. This is why we need a formal policy document, blah, blah, blah. But the, the point being made in the message, which was was like the tone of it was great it was diplomatic i'm sure that they're like it wasn't like uh fuck you you're wrong type of thing it was very just like like they are arguing the opposite side of it um and i passionately disagree and did so via message but i also just wanted to record it because i thought it was a good conversation to have uh about why um just like why it's untrue and try to kind of combat the perception that there's any like scenario where this would ever make sense um because i just don't i don't believe that there is and so i'm you know just gonna kind of make that case and talk through the the dialogue i guess but um so the i got the message and it basically just says in the case uh of somebody not being accepted the idea that they won't be able to be a productive chief is backwards in this person's opinion um they're basically saying their abilities of a chief we're in question the entire season, which I, I think is backwards. And we discussed that a little bit on that same episode of like that the mess should be after the trust of the selectees, which we're actively sabotaging all season long by the way in which we conduct it. Now, there's certainly evolutions where they should be challenged. They should be put under stress. Uh, adversity is a, is a very good galvanizing force when you're building teams and even building leaders. All of those things are true, right? But I just, I believe the way that we currently do it is what's backwards, right? We're, we're actively alienating them and <clears throat> actively sabotaging their ability to trust us as an organization, as, as individual chiefs, and just as human beings. Um, but uh, basically talking about uh, deep into the season, spent all this time with them every day going through the season. I still don't feel like I know who they are. Um, and that was in reference to something Ariana said during the, the season. Um, and 
I mean, there's some context here that's not going to be exactly relevant. Um, but it's basically like he references other services capability to be an E7 without going through the chief season as as a bit of like a bit of a like he said he acknowledges that they're very different cultural and functionally culturally and functionally but um i'm assuming that i think it's a he don't like <laughs> i'm assuming based on the name but i could be wrong um the uh the comparison to another service to me is wholly irrelevant unless we're talking about the coast guard and then even then i don't know like i've talked to a bunch of coast guard chiefs i have a few friends that are coast guard chiefs i i think they're like functionally the same like they look the same on paper i don't know if culturally they're the same because i've never i've never functioned inside the coast guard at all if not <laughs> let alone their messes so i i have no idea but they're they they copied our our structure because they're a sea service so that's just kind of how it goes um, but the, the reason I say I think it's wholly irrelevant is because the problem is unique to the way that we have structured the chief's mess functionally and unique to the culture that then developed based on that structure and based on our priorities and belief system and everything else. Right. But it, it the reason why it, it doesn't work is because we've created a culture where you're you're almost wholly reliant on the network right if the network rejects you how are you supposed to function within that network and and you even see it in in our 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 so-called uh policy documents or, or our identifying documents when you look at the cpo creed and it talks about um like our responsibilities and privileges and all that crap not appearing in print or or, or like in that a lot of it is just this this thing that exists in the ether right and it's just understood as part of the culture. It's like an un, the unspoken rules or the unspoken um, power dynamics or whatever. And and the reason why that's so fucking dangerous is if you're ostracized from the organization for whatever reason, whether you think it's fair or not, the the way the organization is structured, the the people comprising it when they're accepted are accepted into the way that those power dynamics work right it, it, and the and they're given power by virtue of their acceptance into this subculture effectively right so if you're not accepted into it you're largely stripped of your power right there's some some literal things like in the UCMJ like you can you can rely on some um legitimate power but even that can be sabotaged right like like there was a time in my career as a newer chief where i had what i believed at the time and no one ever told me otherwise that i had a documented pattern of misconduct on a guy i had a every reason and i still to this day believe i had every reason to take him to, to, to captain's mass i had tried everything i thought you would you should do and i kept a, a pattern like i kept paperwork on all the things that i did and um could i have been a better leader for that person yes could i have done other things ahead of time so that i didn't end up in that situation yes but at the time 
I certainly had met the threshold for a report shit and a PIO and subsequently at least like a DRB and XOI if maybe it gets dismissed or something, but like some type of formal adjudication, right? Um, and I was basically told like it's not important enough or um, and like we had just pulled in somewhere and was basically just told like, like, oh, you're going to ruin someone's port visit with a PIO. And I'm like, I don't care when we do it, but like it needs to be done. Like I, I'm at the end of my rope and I was basically told like I could not take the sailor to mast. And, and like if they had gotten a DUI or punched me in the face or something, sure. Like I'm sure the command can't really ignore that. Um, and I mean, if they had, I would have went over their head. But like it was one of those like it was a documented pattern misconduct. But like he didn't do anything like it wasn't a one one event that was super egregious it was just like this maladaptive behavior over time so um even then like when i i had met every threshold i had the paperwork i met the policy and everything and i have the legitimate authority to write that report shit at that point and then i was just told no and it's and like some of that is a just that person in the chain of command making a judgment call which is part of their legitimate authority of course um but it it's like it's an illustration of the people in those positions having that power, right? So if a new chief comes into the mess and they're not accepted and we're, they're existing inside a mess whose culture is such that if you're an E7 and not a chief, then you're, and I'm saying that to mock the concept, not the listener that sent this message in for clarity. I just want to make sure I'm not alienating that person because that's not what I'm attempting to do. But it's like if you're alienated for that reason, right? If the if the mess has that culture that they'll alienate you because they didn't accept you, even though that's not real, then they are going to actively work against you. And there's a really great like it was kind of like um, serendipity or happenstance or whatever, just like that um, a listener tagged me in a Reddit thread um, that I saw this morning. And I want to bring that up and read it as an example. I should have brought it up already, but um, I think, yeah, I already had it up. Cool. Look at me accidentally being prepared. Um, I was looking at it earlier this morning. Um, so the, the in illustrate, and, and I've had a lot of people tell me these things. I've got to witness it in real life, which the, the behavior that I'm going to describe in this example was very similar, but that behavior was relayed to me for full disclosure, right? Like relayed to me by the person that experienced it and other people in the mess that were there to experience it. Um, but it was still technically, I guess, secondhand. Um, but the, the person I saw, I mean, I met this person that was an E7 wearing anchors. Um, they had gone through two seasons and then this was their third time when they finally did get accepted at the end, even though it's not literal. So what the fuck are we doing? But, um, I, and, and I've also had just a, a tremendous amount of stories relayed to me from people I know personally, from listeners, examples like this that I just got tagged in a, in a post on Reddit. Um, it, I mean, it never ends and it happens every year. I would love to say that this is just something that's an artifact of my past career, but it's not like a, a person that's very close to me had the same thing happen this year. They were taught like going through mental health issues, plan on separating, didn't want to participate. And the command was just like, well, we'll just pin you at your payday and you'll just be an E7. And it's like, what the fuck? And it was less like 
the the everything subsequent like like or everything that follows that I'm going to describe here because that person was separating it wouldn't have really affected them in this type of a way but if he wasn't separating and he was sticking around and they just didn't accept him because they didn't like him which is even more egregious than the example I just detailed I mean that's fucking that's that's the thing I'm really railing about right uh, and that that person I just described was was 100% ready to just turn down the promotion promotion with a page 13 like they sh- like should have happened but banana um so the reddit example I want to again I just want I'm going to read a, a good portion of this because I want to illustrate the point through a, a, a an example which I mean you can argue against the the validity of it because it's on reddit and you can't believe everything you read on the internet but I, I mean I believe it so for, for whatever that's worth. Um, it's basically talking about, uh, I'm having a hard time. And it says, I made chief at 19 years. I was a small boy sailor. So, you know, like destroyers and such, maybe frigates uh, if they were around back then. And I was a good first class. I've always tried to be professional and take care of others. Put a lot of pressure on myself because uh, I'm a female in a male dominated rate. But eventually I hit a breaking point toward the end of my season and needed to be hospitalized for, for mental health. Says I was assaulted on my ship on deployment and some stuff really triggered me during my training. So during the chief season, that trauma, some trigger happened and they they deteriorated. Right. Which is a, a scenario we kind of talked about at length on on that episode with Ariana and Desiree. Um I made it through without being accepted, but I still had to be pinned. So I was pinned with the group and I transferred. I'm sure those chiefs told these chiefs and the whole thing is childish as hell. They aren't mean, just cold and refuse to share information with me unless they need something. So obviously I dropped retirement two years early because the mess does not want me here. I didn't want to give up, but I can't take it. It's so annoying to be in my 30s and begging to just be allowed to do my job. I have so many thoughts about blocking people from doing work. I'm routing leave chits, evals for sailors. Now the E9s at my command are blocking my retirement. I need a waiver in my ECM and Manning are cool with it. PERS approved it. My notification to them was a professional courtesy. I told them today in my fakest HR voice that I need needed a status update and they turned their backs on me literally turned in their chairs and laughed at me out loud once my back was turned i feel like i'm making the right choice but i just wish it wasn't like this for sailors i feel like a coward and like i'm failing it's hard to listen to these guys making fun of people in the mess for needing intensive therapy or for having FAP or struggling in their training it's even worse that i have to go through this for another year i used to talk shit with the best and get made fun of but now i feel weak i'm just not sure how this mess is useful just middle management with superiority complexes so i i don't know how to paint a more vivid picture of how harmful this is when it's applied this way and that and that's what i'm talking about and i'm sure it's not as prevalent as it may seem based on how much I talk about it, but it shouldn't fucking exist at all ever. And there should be a policy document prohibiting this from happening, but there's not. And it's disgusting to me that anyone wearing khakis to work would ever, ever behave this way to a sailor at all ever. I don't care if they just got busted for like snorting coke or whatever, right? 
I just, it's not, they're human beings, man. Like, they didn't murder anybody. Like, like I guess there's a line somewhere, but it's way, way towards the, like, super evil, egregious end of the spectrum. And it's, I, I don't understand how any khaki wearing, or any leader, period, I mean, you could push it all the way to just people, man, like human beings treating other human beings this way. Just it's disgusting. And for somebody in a leadership position in our organization, it's fucking irresponsible. You should be professionally embarrassed and ashamed of yourself. And if you're not Jesus, man, fucking look in the mirror and start doing some self auditing. Um. I fucking and, and if you ever needed a more vivid uh, like illustration for the the need the absolute demand signal need for robust leadership development and education here the fuck it is I just uh, I'm gonna try I'm trying not to get on my soapbox because I know y'all have heard me talk about this quite a bit um and it, it, basically the tone of the rest of this message is, is talking about like, it may be hard, but it's doable. Um, and, and he, he even like, again, I'm assuming it's a, he, um, it, talking about like how at some point kind of everybody had to take on the mess. Like sometimes like you're going to be the leader at odds with the mess and you're, but you're still going to have to be vocal and advocate for your position. Cause that's what chiefs do. But it's not the same thing when you're an accepted member inside this culture, like inside a mess whose culture is such that they're ostracizing that person because you're not you're not on even footing. Right. Like I'm starting from 100 yards behind you and then they blow the whistle and then we do a 100 yard dash. It's not the same thing at all. I can't win. It's it's the, the deck is fucking stacked. The game is rigged. Right. And there's not really anything you can do about it. Like, sure, you could go down like formal grievances and, and EO complaints, if applicable and stuff like that. But like, I mean, a lot of people don't want to do that because it's just going to make it even worse for that. Like the hostile work environment is just going to become even even worse. So you're going to lo lose good people to, to clocking out early, you know, and it's like, uh, OK, like it, I've never been a believer in the the premise that all the good people get out and you're left with all these just like below par quality or like like under um guy i'm trying to think of a good word like it's just shitty people like is is the way that it's it's generally articulated it's just you, all you are you're left with is all the useless people i don't believe that but i do believe that we're losing a lot of good people um a lot more than we should right because of shit like this um and then uh he just talks about that this person so they joined the mess late they're incredibly happy that they did plans to enjoy and utilize uh the mess but it, at the end of the day i take care of my people um i do all the things blah 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 but again like they're accepted it, like I, I i don't know how to <laughs> like you're coming from a position of not having to deal with this shit. And even if you have seen it happen and maybe, maybe your mess was like some weird hybrid where they like didn't accept a person because they interpreted it literally, but still like 
pseudo remediated them by allowing them to function and then like just continue to develop them and then just kind of were like okay now they're good you know like maybe that's what happened and that's how you saw it unfold i don't i don't know that context wasn't provided um but then it just says the unaccepted sailor will wear the anchor and have the chance to be a good or bad chief just as ariana does and it's like no they don't because they're not accepted and it's like i i I, like <laughs> I don't know how like it's not the same it, it's not the same and and more to the point though it's sh- like the like saying that it'll be it'll be hard but it's doable it shouldn't fucking be hard like it shouldn't be made more difficult because they were arbitrarily denied acceptance that's supposed to be a symbolic moment of self-actualization you know what I mean like it's it should never fucking happen so it's not the point isn't that oh well they just have to like fight harder why 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 should this job be any fucking more difficult than it has to be we already do arguably the hardest job on the planet right i mean there's few other examples that come close so why would we purposefully like sabotage someone add more stress to their life, make their job any more difficult than it needs to be, especially a brand new leader who's in a brand new place, just like I just got promoted. Now I'm in this new group that I've looked up to my whole career and they're actively sabotaging me. What fucking good is that going to do? And don't tell me that like, oh, to make it harder and then it's like the adversity is going to fucking... No, like what you're going to do is what happens to all these other people already. There's like, I I don't even know how many, like uh, there's a shitload of accepted chiefs that enter the mess, get overwhelmed, have acute mental health issues, and, and we lose them to attrition, to suicide, to whatever. Why would I make it harder on purpose? Like, why would I stress them out more on purpose? There, there's no upside at all. It's actively sabotaging your organization. It's actively sabotaging your team's ability to work well together. It's actively sabotaging the career of this person. It's actively sabotaging the career and well-being of every sailor that they're responsible for leading. It doesn't make any goddamn sense ever. And I I am absolutely like, I mean, you're going to have to try harder, man, like to to convince me otherwise. Um, I'm always willing to hear it. And I I really do appreciate uh, this person for for reaching out and I will continue to engage in dialogue for as long as they want to. But I just it's not you're you're making a comparison from your perspective as an accepted chief if i somehow misinterpreted this and you're functioning as an unaccepted chief and are finding success and feel like you can lay out a roadmap fucking sign me up let's do a podcast about it i I would love to hear that but that's not what i got from like the way i read this you're an accepted member of the mess and your analysis is that an unaccepted member can can figure out a way to be a strong chief and I just don't agree and I don't understand how anyone else could understand it that way. Um, for all those reasons, it's just it's not the same thing. If you're if if, if and, and that's the, the parameter, right? If that mess is actively ostracizing 
that unaccepted chief as in that example that I, I read off Reddit, right? Um, again, I mean, there's there's gradients for like everything. Like there's, I'm sure there's a spectrum of how each mess deals with uh, an unaccepted chief if they allow that nonsense to happen. But when it's that shit, I mean, this sailor, this chief could take their own life because of this bullshit. Their sailors, due to added stress, not being able to, like, achieve the same things as everyone else because their chief can't get them, can't advocate for them, can't get them, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, get them the qual, help them get the quals done, help them do all the other things. Because, like, those chiefs interact with her when they need something, but when she needs something, they fucking turn their back on her and laugh at her. How in like, tell me how, tell me how the fuck anyone, not just this listen. T- tell me how, tell me how that person is supposed to be a good chief. Explain it to me. Cause it's, it's fucking impossible. While that mess is, is functioning that way. While that mess, some fucking how believes that bullshit is consistent with any of anything that they're supposed to be doing. I, <sighs> I, I I can't get there, man. I can't. It's it's bullshit. And, and again, maybe like maybe the 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 disconnect was that um my I, I'm thinking of more egregious examples, and maybe maybe the ones that you're familiar with or that you're thinking of are are, are different. Where instead of ostracizing them and treating them this type of a way, they're they're somehow like remediating them after the fact. And then eventually they're like, okay, now they're good. And then they allow them to be part of the network. I I, I don't know um, that piece of the puzzle from the perspective of this listener. So, but yeah, I just felt like, like I wanted to talk about that because like I was pretty shocked I got this message and, and that somebody believes that. And I, I still don't understand why I'm going to continue again. I'm going to continue communicating. Um, but I just, I, I will never, ever, ever be on the team of one, that acceptance is literal at all, but two, that if in some warped planet bullshit alternate universe, that was a thing, right? Where it was like a normal thing, like where we're allowed to just say no and then pin them anyway and then ostracize them like we're fucking kindergartners. That the, to then argue that they can somehow overcome that and be a productive member of the mess, like I, that's just fantasy. Um, while they're behaving that way, right? If there's a mess that just doesn't fucking get it and and do, takes acceptance literally, but then cares enough about that person to allow them to kind of like remediate or earn it back, kind of like pseudo EMI. I still think it's bullshit, but at least they're allowing them to claw their way back, I guess, even though it's those people's responsibility to develop them as a leader. So if they don't get accepted, you fucking failed, not that person. So not accepting them is just never the fucking answer ever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just fuck, I'll, I'll never, ever, ever be able to wrap my mind around it. I like because it's just shouldn't be fucking real. And then there's no conversation to have about it. But here we are. So um, I hope that I mean, that I, I hope that's valuable to people. Like, 
I don't know that I've explained that part in that way where it's like they they are actively being sabotaged. And that that example paints a very vivid picture. The example of the person that I knew personally and watched go through their third chief season. Same thing was happening. Like they weren't invited to chiefs meetings, even though they were a chief and they were putting it being put in LCPO positions. But they just outside of that, they were not allowed to use the network. They were not even allowed to go in the chief's mess or attend meetings or participate or hold a position or things that the the precepts convening letter and everything else actively say, like, I want to see that on an eval. But they're, they're not allowed to do that. So we're actively sabotaging their career. And then they can't be a good chief. So you're actively sabotaging the career of everyone that works for them. It's fucking, it's fucking bullshit. It should never happen. It's some kindergarten fucking Crayola crayon bullshit. I, and I'll just never, for that reason, like I'll never, like I just, I can't get past that part. I can't get past acceptance being interpreted literally because of all the harm that that does and how counterintuitive it is, how contrary to all the like things that we profess our our belief system like the mission vision guiding principles like it just all of it it's it, like the identity of sailors the sailors creed it, it just it's fucking contrary to everything we say is our dna as as service members as sailors as an organization as chiefs fucking everything it's bullshit and that's where I stand on it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, <laughs> and again, like for the li- for the sake of the listener, I just I don't want them to like. I'm not mad. I'm not like. I don't think you're stupid. I just disagree. I really do appreciate you reaching out. I love when listeners uh, come with contrary opinions like this. Um, I mean, I would like for you to think differently, but I, I understand like that. I, no one's out, like uh, people aren't always going to agree with me, and that and that's great. But being willing to always engage and have that conversation is, I just think, amazing. I, I, I'm always open to it. I really, really, really appreciate the listener like having the courage to send me that message. And, and um, I'm, I'm not going to release this until I've corresponded with them to the point that like we, we're good. But I just felt like I wanted to talk about it because I was... I was shocked by the message, like the content and the position that the person had, but also just like I felt like it could add some value to some people to hear kind of why and hear the example and everything else. So um, with that, if you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the ship podcast. Or you can DM us on Instagram, Reddit or Discord at DGUS podcast. Uh, if you want to support us, you can go to dgutspodcast.com. There's a donate button in the upper right-hand corner of the website. Or you can go to Don't Grow With Ship Apparel. It's dgutsapparel.com. Get yourself some Naval Pride and Heritage gear you'll actually wear in public. Uh, or you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. Pick one of the five tiers. Become a member today. Supports us in everything. Pays the bills, expand the platform, all the things. Uh, and we really, really appreciate that. If you can do that, if you can't afford to spend any money, no sweat. We're like, share, review, subscribe on all the platforms for all the things. Subscribe on YouTube, share the videos, share the podcast, tag your friends, follow on social media, all that kind of stuff. Review us on iTunes, whatever, whatever your thing is, it all helps. Um, and that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. <laughs> <laughs>